0: Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. At the top of the hour, we started out with I Am from Thina. I Am Light by India Ari, "Living the Light by Fertile Ground, The Light by Brother Emil, and Journey to the Light by Brainstorm. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I thank you and welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night, midnight to 3. And for those of you who are tuning via your phone app, thank you for using your technology towards your greater good. And for those of you who are the Inner Circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so grateful and so thankful. And for those of you who took time to come forward to our physical meeting of the inner circle which was very powerful I am even more grateful for your taking that time out to share in a collective one on many heart to heart, mind to mind souls to souls because we have to come to a point and place where we realize that it's not just about numbers of people coming together it's about those who really care to walk in the integrity of themselves and doing what is required in order to do that coming together so that we have a greater potency together than we have individually and the intent behind any programming that I'm doing is to encourage us to care to be fully empowered in this now moment for when we are under A world conquering rampage of divisiveness, depopulation, genocide. What was recently what has been known commonly as white supremacy, which I do not recognize as that because the only supremacy is in absolute light. For light is the only victory and triumph over the ignorance and stupidity and the wickedness and the delusion of thinking that there is some prosperity one can have when one does not have commitment to the one and feels entitled to be killing the many, and where many feel entitled to be killing themselves, then we're definitely in a place and space where those of us who really care to see our children and our grandchildren inherit more than just... Sickness, illness, and disease, it is our time to raise completely up. We're in a now moment of eternity that requires us to understand that there is absolute law that governs existence itself. And I have been on air here, thankfully and graciously and appreciably, with WRFG for the last 17 years, speaking to the issues of our liberation, our salvation, our deliverance, and the prerequisites for our being qualified for continuance in existence. And I realize that there are those of you who have faded in and out. You come and go. You're not necessarily consistent, but when you have time, you will tune in. And there are those who are consistent and make sure that you're tuned in. But where we are now, I'm just wanting you to know that this is not talk radio for your entertainment. That this is my gift and my offering to give to you more of the vision of the beauty and the depth and the power that you personally have in this now moment that we do not have to play victim here. But we cannot come to a greater good when we're hearing the truth and we are seeing the light and then we refuse to incorporate it into our lives. What we must know is that because there is absolute law that governs all of existence, that that law governs every fiber of our being also. And that by law, we should be exalting a full life's urge as these points of absolute and supreme being as absolute and supreme intelligence. And much of the programming, much of the advertising and commercialism that has been instituted by the corporate deities of death, as I refer to them as, so that we are under assault at the cellular level, so that our cells are oppressed. The The system of things could not continue to deny us access to education, to deny us access to those things that are our right by virtue of the fact that we exist, so that the methodology of the oppression became at the cellular level through that which we refer to as food. And so where we are now requires us to have an understanding and an understanding as to who and what we are as individuals, as these points of absolute and supreme intelligence the same intelligence that blazes the sun, that has the world in rotation, in flotation, amongst other planets and realms, seen and unseen, that this universe that we are in, living upon Mother Earth, who is absolutely ordered in existence, we're just one universe of an infinitude of universes, and that intelligence that has every world and realm and planet and heaven and hell within its own reality. That intelligence is breathing us, is beating our hearts, has designed us, has created us in its own image for its own purposes, so that we are having the opportunity to have a living experience in fully and coming to full participation and harmonization with the will of existence, the ways of existence, the laws of existence, so that we are able to be consistently rejoicing in soulful evolutionary unfoldment and development as conscious immortals. It matters that we have a proper orientation to life because our religious training and our miseducation and our socialization has duped us into thinking that there is no greater purpose in living other than working and acquiring things and having experiences based upon being spirits, having a human experience. But I'm really emphasizing that even though we have come to the earth for the purpose of earth residency, this is school, we are in training. And we should be consciously cultivated and supported in developing ourselves as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that so many refer to as God. But because these ones who took responsibility for misorienting and disorienting and miseducating and leading us astray did not take the responsibility to get properly oriented in life themselves, then these ones have aborted their inherent purpose in existence to exalt the light, to exalt the love, to really be in harmony with the will of existence as intelligences of existence. And had they been that conscientious and that respectful and that caring, then they would not be launching a massive global assault upon the ascendants and descendants of humanity, Mother Earth and her creatures, and to make it multi-trillion dollar industry and business that is in the perpetuation of sickness, illness, disease, death, depopulation, genocide, and species extinction. The day and time in which we're living requires us to understand that because this violation has been taking place for so long, and that all of the governments and educational institutions and religious systems and whatnot are somehow complicit and complacent or in a conspiracy of silence, that we, the people, have to come to a point in place where we will no longer participate with it. And we will take responsibility to come to that degree of absolute resolve and commitment to be completely cleared of being in violation, completely cleared from the adulteration of the trespasses, of the transgressions. to be cleansed from the violation that has been charged on our blood through our being fed the carcasses of slaughtered and violated animals, and their body parts, and their body fluids, and their fetuses. That we would be cleansed from the inebriants and the intoxicants and the artificial colors, artificial flavors, and all of those things that are literally creating disease within our body temples. And where we are hearing voices like mine, and I'm not the only one speaking to it, but I may have been speaking to it longer than many other ones after 38 years of addressing these issues. But I'm not the only one. That there are many ones. And so the truth is that which cannot be really thwarted, and if so, not for long. And there have always been those who have lived harmoniously with life itself and with all other intelligences of life itself, And to claim to be the most powerful nation in the world and have no regard and no respect for the laws of existence or the diversity of existence and the right of all people and all beings and all races and nations to have the right to their lives. Then we have missed so much of what is the true potency and the true power and the true gifts that we as a diverse cult, diverse cultures of people we should be really exemplifying the oneness of existence in light of in spite of and because of the multiplicity of diversity which is cosmic conformity and so to ignore the truth and ignore the light and ignore the call to rise, to ignore the reality that you cannot feed off of the flesh of dead animals and alcohol and tobacco and all of these things and be healthy, to ignore it and continue to do it is your creating disease and it is going to show up and bite you in the butt (laughs) and it may take you out. And so I'm really appealing to your sense of care for your children and your grandchildren and those who love you and whatnot to be in a place and space where you will look yourself in the eye and really decide that now is the time that you have pushed the envelope as far as you can. And you cannot buck the order of existence. You cannot Be in a place where you have no commitment to the laws that govern you towards the design of you, and you think that there is some prosperity that you can truly have because you work every day for a dollar and you have nice things. There is no prosperity. Where you will not cultivate, develop, acknowledge, and give forth the wealth of yourselves. And it is truly limitless in terms of how much wealth there is charged upon the DNA of all of us when we think about the reality that we are a global family from the blackest black to the lightest light that we each have so much gift because the intelligence of existence was that intelligent to gift itself to each of us. And our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents and our great-great-grandparents and our great-great-great and all of the ones who preceded them. And we have the opportunity now to be very conscientious and very deliberate about our intention in living. To come to a point and place where we are ready to do that which is ours to do by exalting a full life's urge, reverencing, respecting, honoring, and loving being and being loving and understand that love is the fulfillment of the law and that loving is the light that is everywhere needed. And coming to a point and place where we will dwell in the light of the absolute truth. That we are all held by virtue of this one absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. To understand that that which we have been socialized and religiously trained to refer to as God is beyond God and goddesshood. That God and goddesshood are the estates of being that we would emerge into as we have more and more successful earth residencies where we have mastered ourselves. We've mastered ourselves in the laws of existence itself. We took the time to clear ourselves of our karmic debt because of how much love and how much care and how much attention we gave to ourselves while we were on the planet. And to realize that there in truth is literally only oneself, self. And that this is the even playing field. Where people say, oh, where well, we were all created equally. We all have access. To sun, to air, to water. We're all breathing beings. And we all really require the same things for optimum functioning. And care and nourishment, love and nurturing are a part of that. And so as wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, and men, the progenitor of lineages, Our duty, obligation, and responsibility is to understand that we have no standing where we will not commit to the laws that allow us to stand resolutely. It says, know ye the truth, and the truth would make us free, the truth that we are all so blessed with each and every breath and every beat of our heart that we are dwelling in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that we exist on Mother Earth and we've come to Mother Earth through the wounds of our mothers sparred by the sacred fluids from our fathers. And that so much is really dependent upon the generations that are living now and what we will do and how we will be and what our legacy will be here. As to whether we will continue to be in a conspiracy of silence with the genocide and to be active participants with it because we are working jobs that pay us to be the facilitators and the managers and the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as a livelihood. And no matter how much you may hear me, or other ones who are speaking similarly or or to other aspects of what is required in order for us to be a restored people, a renewed people, to be reborn, to have a renewed mind, you have to have a renewed bloodstream, you have to have a clean bloodstream, which is why the methodology of our oppression is to oppress us at our cellular level, but to also put us in a place of divisiveness where we as individuals who should be indivisible are divided within ourselves because we are carrying so much toxicity in ourselves and our blood has been defiled through the toxins and the poisons of the nitrates and the nitrites and the antibiotics and the hormones and the pesticide and the herbicide and other residues that are so heavily concentrated in the meats but also are in the air. But the thing about being in the air is that the earth itself is spinning in space and we are moving so that the very rotation of the earth in her orbit helps to cleanse our air. But as we are having a greater understanding and understanding as to who we are as these points of absolute and supreme intelligence and the capacity that we have as intelligences, to understand that intelligence is all there is and that the air is fully permeated with nothing but intelligence, as is the cosmic, as is space, as so many refer to it as, or what physicists refer to as the unified field. It is actually the very presence of the absolute and supreme intelligence that we refer to as God. And we dwell in it. We dwell by virtue of it. And for us to have this experience and not reverence it and cherish it and treasure it and disregard the divinity of our own beings and our body temples, And then to idolize characters from thousands of years ago as if they were the creator of all, as if this one person named Jesus or this one person or this one entity called Allah or this one entity called Jah, this one entity called Yah, is the fullness of all there is as existence itself, even if any of them or all of them collaborated and created the heavens and the earth. There is so much more of existence itself than just the heavens and the earth. And we may not have a true handle on what gods and goddesses actually participated in the formation of the earth, but they could only do so by wheeling the intelligence that they are as immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And sometimes we go on Discovery Channel and the History Channel and all of this, and you see these ones always speculating about the Big Bang and, the Big Bang, and how they're taking billions of dollars to try to recreate it with, with things that come from the earth. And it's just speculation. Because the only way to truly know the truth, to know it, is to have applied oneself to it. And it's much easier to get to it. And to accept it and to move with it and to internalize it and harmonize with it when your blood is not being poisoned with coffee and cigarettes and bacon and eggs and, and things coming from the fast food places that these people are getting for breakfast and lunch as they move to work every day and going to their labs and put on their white coats and do their experiments and whatnot. And I'm just saying is that we have had generations of Aboriginal and Indigenous and Native people of the planet who knew the stars, who charted the oceans, who had civilizations that were in cooperation. We had no insane asylums. We had no dungeons. We had no prisons. We didn't have any of the things that are the evidence of a modern society that is so sick that it is destined to die and that a sick people are the people who are perpetuating sickness, illness, and disease. It is not white supremacy. And if you do not care to participate in the harvest of death, then you must be in a place and space within every fiber of your being where you care to step off the path of death, where you care to rebuke and revoke every belief that you have had as, as, as death being your finality or your destiny or your fate. Because it is not what the truth of it is. It is the failure to have lived honorably, respectfully, lovingly, obediently, in the lawfulness of life. That's why it says the wages of sin is death. And those who love the sinfulness will get up and go to church and go to the mosque and go to the temples and go to the synagogues and then think that that absolves them, that that clears them, that that circumvents their tragic date with fate. And because we are already in the realm of eternity, then I'm encouraging us to really remember that the light has the right to triumph and that the light is the substance of faith of those who've met the conditions and requirements of an active trust and dependency upon the creator's will and its ways, upon the intelligence of existence and its design and its, its awesomeness. You understand, how is it that we can see The consistency of an earth that is still spinning regardless of what changes she's gone through. The floods, the fires, the famine, the drought, whatever. And she's still spinning. And there's still billions of us on her. And every day is still glory. How is it that we can distrust something that has already proven itself through time into timelessness? And we don't trust it. We don't move to it. We don't align ourselves with it for the... Solution to our problems and the answers to our questions and the healing from our degrees of dis-ease, illness, sickness, and despair. You are the God and goddess that dwells in that temple. And what you say, what you feel, what you vision, what you imagine, what you think about is what you're creating. If you believe you have to die from something, you will definitely do it. And my point is, why die from stupidity when you are already Given absolute intelligence is that which animates you, that which is you, that which is all you could ever possibly be, and to come to a point in place where you should be in a place where it matters to you that you are earning your wings to graduate the class of Earth residency so that when it comes time to leave, you've left, you didn't die. It's necessary to have the discussion because having a discussion just about health and wellness after all of this time, 30, 40, 50, 60 years of accumulation of chemicals and toxins and parasites and organisms and whatnot, then understand that death is already there. And if you're going to shift gears, then you've got to do it right away. And you're clearing, you're cleansing, you're consecration, you're deliberate intention has to be exalted on a daily basis. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. You're in tune to Thursday Night Watch, The Meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into The Meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us. Here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who try to make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency, Anytime that I'm speaking, I am so grateful and so thankful and always in greater degrees of prayer that I am reaching deeper within myself to reach the depth of you, the height of you, the love of you, the light of you, to come to a point and place where you are completely inspired and motivated to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you truly are as living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, and is the totality of all there is it is that which breathes us that which beats our hearts and there is no thought, no governments no agendas, no planning, no plotting that can be successful and triumphant over it and its will, its way, its laws and its truth I'm so grateful to have every opportunity that I have to Exalt that absolute reality that is the reality of all of us, regardless of how black we are, how white we are, how lighter we are and how dark we are, how right or wrong we are, that we are all immersed in this absolute and supreme intelligence that is supremely intelligent enough to figure out a way to gift itself to absolutely everything and everyone all at the same time. And we're in a now moment that requires us to really care to be in the light of that love, the light of that care of really being who we really are, to be vividly self-representing in the truth of who we are, because there is no political consciousness that we can have that is greater than vivid self-representation in the light of the truth of the all that we are as these points of its own very presence. And it requires us to really dig deep within ourselves to care to cleanse ourselves so that we may be healed from this muck and mire, from this plethora and pandemic of sickness, illness, and disease that is not going to end well for anybody. And for us to realize that there are no ones who are the beneficiaries of the degradation, the deprivation, the starvation, the violation, the incarceration and annihilation of anybody, because there's only one self and we each are of it. And so those who have been misguided and under the delusion and illusion of thinking that they can truly profit working against the best interests of anything and anybody at any time for any reason. To understand that the laws are exacting and that the seeds that we're sowing should be seeds of love and light and wisdom and truth and care so that we are truly living our lives, loving our lives, living that and doing that which is ours to do by virtue of our own talent, skills and abilities. And because we are dealing with a global initiative of depopulation, genocide, and divisiveness, then our proper response is to do nothing to undermine ourselves, ourselves, or anyone else to come to a point and place where we have to understand that we, the people, are greater and stronger and more numerous than those who are the agents and the pawns of the corporate entities and deities of death or the forces of Satan or Lucifer Those who have presented themselves as if they were gods, if they were the saints and the saviors, but they are the wolves in sheep's clothing. Those who vie for election and selection into government so that they can pad their own pockets without ever having align themselves with the light of that which allows them to be able to speak to that which is in the best interest of any of their constituents. And those of us who are coming into maturity have this now moment to really clarify for ourselves what we're living for and what truly matters to us. Because if we are only living to die, then we might as well kill ourselves and get the hell on. Otherwise, if you really want to live Then you have to come to a point and place where you will no longer support your own cellular dysfunction, contamination, violation. And you will do everything that is within your power on a daily basis to exalt a full life's urge to do nothing that undermines yourself. And to have that quality of conscientiousness about what you're doing so you're not thoughtless about it. You're not mindless about it. You're not addicted to things. You're not habitually killing yourself because you just haven't had a better thought. Now is the time to think. We're in a now moment that requires us to have an understanding and an understanding that there is absolute purpose in being. And that our purpose in being is not to be successful capitalists or successful business owners or successful ball players and entertainers. Our purpose in being is to be purposed as vehicles and vessels of absolute love, light, wisdom, truth, peace, poise, and power, and potency to be in a place and space where we are consistently unfolding in the vivid self-representation as to who we are by virtue of the gifts that we've been given through our inheritance, our heritage to unlock our DNA so that we're able to invoke and bring forth the greatness of the ones that we truly are. And though we have great numbers of people caring about food security and, and genetically modified organisms and wanting safe meat and safe this, there is no safe meat and there is no safe trash that you can eat. So the best way to get leverage over all of that, is to go strictly fruit and vegetation, herbs, water, sunshine, fresh air, love, devotion, loyalty, unto that which beats your heart and breathes you, so that that gives us the leverage over all of those systems. Because when you consistently go into the stores and continue to buy things in boxes and things in packages that have canola oil and soy oil and corn oil and whatnot, then know that that's GMO in and of itself before you even get to the potatoes or the corn or whatever it is you're dealing with. The bottom line is us knowing that we are living beings and we cannot eat out of bags and boxes and be healthy people. And we cannot really do that which is ours to do Without optimum cellular functioning, with high high frequency thought and vibration, which is why the methodology of our oppression is to oppress us at our cellular functioning. And no matter how much you may hear me, if you hear me and let it go, in one ear and out the other, and then you continue to do the same thing you have been doing, then you are literally creating issues for yourself. And so I'm encouraging you to realize that you are the greatest gift you will ever have. And there is nothing that you can do that makes sense if you do not care to be completely cleared of the trespasses and violations and low self-esteem and all of the things that put us in a place where we don't feel worthy and deserving of the gift of our living. There's nothing that we can do that makes sense if we will not take responsibility for the cellular cleansing that will help us to really facilitate the healing that needs to happen so that we are not going out from heart attacks and strokes and being on life support and being away from our families and being in a place and space where we have created such suffering for ourselves and those that we love. There is no national security when you have 70% of the people sick, ill, and diseased. There is no threat of terrorism that is greater than the pandemic of sickness, illness, and disease that we're already immersed in that is causing thousands of people to be dying on a daily basis. Not just 6,000 people who died with the bombing of the World Trade Center, but Thousands of people dying daily in this country. But you focus on one person being shot over here and one person being shot over here and this one, the police killing this one over here, when the system of things is killing thousands of people daily. This is the genocide. And it has affected all of our family members so that getting to the root of our issue requires that we care to be in the integrity of the truth of who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. To realize where we are upon the planet that is 80% water, in full rotation and flotation held by this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. That literally is the substance of who we are, what we are, and whose purposes we should be fulfilling in our earth residency, which is the guarantee of our success in this life. But when we ignore that there is law and there is order that governs us, when we ignore that there is an absolute and supreme intelligence that has imprinted itself on every fiber of our being and that our bodies work perfectly, are perfectly designed, if we ignore the carnage and the Holocaust that we are participating with consciously or unconsciously and do not do anything about it in terms of our own degrees of self-empowerment so that we are stepping off the path of death onto the path of everlasting life so that we are truly Setting a different course and securing the generational wealth of our lineages. The duty, obligation, and responsibility that we have as living beings is to live. The duty and obligation and responsibility that we have as men, the progenitor of lineages and woman, men, the perpetuator of lineages, is to be the perpetuators and the exalters of life. That there are no ones that have been licensed, certified, or degree by the intelligence of existence, the laws of existence, or the creator of all to be the legislators and the perpetuators of sickness, illness, and disease as popular and common activity, collective learning, and education, and the path of prosperity. It is not going to end well. And if you do not see. That the governments of men have missed the mark of duty, obligation, and responsibility to have light and wisdom sufficient enough to speak to and ensure the wellness of the people. then the people themselves have to stand up and exalt a full life's urge to secure their own wellness in light of, in spite of, and despite what the governments are doing. Because nobody gets away with anything. And for the governments to be murderers, liars, and thieves, bastardizers, and usurpers, that are manned by men, the progenitor of lineages, and womb men, the perpetuator of lineages, who get up and go to work on behalf of the system of things, and then have not love enough or light enough to honor the cellular functioning of their own bodies, hearts, minds, and souls, then they are not in a position to be adequate leadership and government of anybody if they cannot govern themselves. And so the day and time in which we're living requires us to have a care to participate lawfully and orderly with the intelligence of our being. And when we do that, we get leverage over situations and circumstances. We get leverage over agendas and whatnot. And I'm saying that, yes, these ones, they're doing all of these things. But what are you doing for yourself? Because you truly are the God or goddess that dwells in that temple, what you say goes. And if you fail to exalt your right to be realigned with destiny, if you fail to care enough to reach for life on a daily basis, to do that which is yours to do in your own behalf, to honor the lineages that you represent, as well as to truly be in respect and harmony and love of that which beats your heart and breathes you, if you fail to do that, then there is no way that you could have lived a successful life even though you paid your bills on time. You won't be remembered for that. Even though you had an excellent credit reference, Even though those at the job, they loved you and they they exalted you for your 35, 40, 50 years. If you never loved truly, then you never lived fully. If you never knew real reverence and honor and respect, then you never knew love. If you never worshiped and understand that loving and caring and nurturing and working towards the enrichment and enhancement of others is how you truly worship that which you are referred to as God, then you really don't know love. But love is the fulfillment of the law. And love is the light that is the sovereignty over the darkness, the sickness, the ignorance, the oblivion, and the gloom. Love is that which, when permeating every atom and every cell of your being, it gives you leverage over all of the man-made things that are toxic. Because there is a power and there is a force that is love. For it is love that has the world in its orbit. It is love that has the trees giving of their essence and oxygenating and and really realigning or restoring the quality of the air. We have to understand that love is an inherent part of existence just as perfection is an inherent part of existence and every atom and every cell of our being functions perfectly, more perfectly than the mechanical functioning of your automobiles. But if you don't respect that, if you don't honor that, if you don't take time to realize how blessed and gifted you are with each and every breath and every beat of your heart, then I can guarantee you that you have not truly lived. And if you continue to be in a place where you entertain all of the information about what these ones are doing over here and what they're creating over here, but you do not have the communication with that which beats your heart and breathes you, that you're not getting still to be reflective and introspective and taking time to apply yourself towards that which is the truth of yourself. If you do not take the time to realize that where you have the governments of people, the governments of the world and the government of this particular continent here, who is celebrating Christmas, really? What does that mean, that they're celebrating Christmas? You understand, oh, it's Merry Christmas, everybody, and then they go back to killing you the next day. Come on. Why are we still having these issues as if we don't know that it's all a lie that you cannot. Exalt Christmas and not have An exaltation of the love And the light of the truth of yourself You cannot indulge yourself Every opportunity you have In feeding off the flesh Of dead carcasses And the aborted fetuses of chickens And the pus and mucus of cows And all of this artificial colors And artificial flavors And alcohol and tobacco As a celebration of what? It's a celebration of death What else could it be? Call it Christmas if you like. Call it Thanksgiving if you like. Call it whatever the hell you want to call it. But the bottom line, it's a celebration of death. And there's more death that's coming. So where we are in the most sacred time of our year, moving into this winter solstice, It is our wood-shedding time. It is our time to be disciplined. It is our time to get quiet and get still and to understand that it is our time to be really in a place and space where we are sowing those seeds within ourselves to reach the depths of ourselves, to be in a place where we can embrace the light of ourselves so that we are being completely renewed and rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified to stand in the truth and the triumph of who we are as living. Loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, and to realize you will never ever have anything that is greater than who and what you already are. But naked, as full of the carcasses and the filth and the stench and all of that garbage that is causing all your sickness, illness, and disease. You are still this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence. That is your truth. And when you care to walk in the integrity of that truth, then you will not celebrate these helly days with these these, uh, vicious ones, these murderers, these liars, these thieves, to participate in a Holocaust that has never stopped. For the same chemicals that... That Hitler was using on the, on the Jews are the same chemicals that are the artificial colors, artificial flavors, the nitrates, the preservatives, and all of that that is accumulated in your tissues, contraindicating and creating the Alzheimer's, the Parkinson's, the muscular dystrophy, and all of the multiple sclerosis and all of these things. Modifying your behavior so that you're all right with killing yourself. You're all right with dying. And that is the aberration of being. Because no intelligence, in all intelligence, exalts a full life's urge. From the tiniest tiny to the greatest and the, the biggest, nothing lives to kill itself. Nothing overindulges itself, overeats and is gluttonous. Nothing inebriates and intoxicates itself. Everything is intelligent enough to exalt a full life's urge and the only reason the people are not is because their behavior has been modified. You're in a now moment where you have opportunity to do something about it to realize for all of the great ones that you are always exalting and what they did and all of this, that now is our time to really create the boycott of the death industries, to call a moratorium on our killing ourselves and our children, to be in a place and space we will no longer participate in this conspiracy of silence and that we will stand on behalf of life. And we're willing to do whatever it takes to be cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified so that when it comes time to leave the planet, we have not died. And for us to realize that just having a conversation on health and wellness is insufficient for where we are with so many people so close to dying already. And you have not been properly prepared for living, nor have you been properly prepared spiritually for leaving. And leaving through the door of death is not the creator's will. That is the fulfillment of the consequences of choosing death daily. Over time, and for those of you who are not so far along where you can't do anything, I'm saying start now. Don't wait. Don't indulge yourself until the first of the year, and then say, "Oh well, I'm going to get my thing on." With we'd come January, you could have had the stroke, a heart attack by that time. The emergency rooms are going to be overflowing within these next few weeks. The season is now, and so you have all the support that you really need if you would reach for it. But understand that if you have started this year and are ending this year with the high blood pressure the diabetes the sarcoidosis the lupus all of these things and no and you have not done any of your due diligence in clearing cleansing purifying yourself then you've added 365 more days Of toxicity in your system. And you say, oh, well, another couple of weeks ain't going to matter. It may. It may be the straw that breaks the camel's back. Because you never know if you're already overweight, if you're already having migraines and headaches, if you're already in a place where you can't can't walk up and down steps without getting overwhelmed, you can't hardly breathe, you're on breathing machines. I'm just saying you can't push the envelope any further. But every atom and every cell of your being is hungry and thirsty for more air, more water, more programming for you, from you. That is a full exhortation of your will, your desire, and your reclamation for life. We are these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of an absolute and supreme intelligence. And the conspiracy here is to make sure that people are dying. And I'm saying, because we're already in eternity... And we are animated by this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. That we should not be dying at all. You're in a now moment where you have the opportunity to choose. To choose life. Or to continue to do as you've been doing. And experience unnecessary pain, frustration, suffering. Sickness, illness, and disease. You can be healed from everything if you care to do it. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.